How do you say no when you're really needed? Hi, welcome to an important conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I sure do seem to be starting this show with that opening a lot. Another important conversation. It is important conversations that we're having here on the show. I work hard to have them every day. Hi, I'm Heather Gray. I'm your host. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I wanted to take some time to turn a quotable into a coachable. We hear the line that we can't pour from an empty cup. And oftentimes we have this conversation in terms of self-care, taking care of ourselves, making sure we're putting the oxygen masks on ourselves before we're helping other people. And I think that a lot of times when people initially hear that line or they see it scroll by their Instagram feed or they're hearing somebody tell them that, they go, yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. I need to take care of myself first. I need to put oxygen mask on myself. If I don't take care of myself, who's going to? And it can feel really affirming, validating, and positive in the moment. I've had an experience recently where it was a sucker punch, (laughs) where yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. And yes, that is crystal clear. And I have to tell you, my friends, it was really painful. Things at the beginning of the year have been busy and stressful for me. There's been a lot going on, a lot of different things. I don't need to rehash it. I've shared it in other podcast episodes, but suddenly I was in this period of time where after a period of stress, not a lot had happened to replenish the system. Um, There weren't a lot of deposits into my emotional bucket, into my sort of self-care bucket in terms of like having a good time and just unwinding bucket that things seem to feel unrelentingly busy and I felt unrelentingly needed and necessary. And then it kind of all crumbled down where people in my personal life needed me all at the same time. And I couldn't show up. And I I couldn't deliver in the way that I wanted to. And when you are a nurturer by design, um, a trained mental health professional with a degree in this stuff, you feel like you're supposed to show up in spades, over deliver and be uber present. So what happens when people need you and you just don't have it? Because that's what happened to me. I wanted to, in my bones, to show up in spades. I wanted to, with every fiber of my being, to dive in, to be the savior, to be the helper, to be the rescuer, to be the case manager, to be the director. And I just didn't have it in me. And when I tell you in all honesty, it felt like a personal failure at first. It felt like if I'm not capable of doing this, who am I and where have I gone? And have I strayed so far from center of who I am and all of these iterations of my business, my career and my sense of self that I can't be the person who shows up in a crisis? It gutted me. Um, I made, it made me doubt myself. It made me question myself. Um, I wasn't feeling too good about myself for a couple of days. And then a friend of mine just said it, Heather, no matter how much you have to give, 
you can't pour from an empty cup. And the first thing that poured, I have to be honest, is just a stream of tears because I just wanted to be the person who could, who didn't get tired, who didn't get beaten down, who didn't get run over by life and need a little bit of time to reboot. I wanted to be better and stronger and more capable. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the reserves. And it just, it sat with me at first as heartache. It sat with me at first as a little bit of a self-betrayal, like I felt like I had betrayed myself, felt like I was being disloyal to who I was and how I moved through the world. And as I sat with it, one of the things that I realized is I had made maybe a rookie mistake in a way is that like I went into the beginning of the year knowing it was going to be stressful. I went into the beginning of the year knowing it was going to be hard, that it was going to test me and that it was going to challenge me. And I just went at it like full throttle, like just full force giving all of me and in that plan, because it was a plan and it was by design. I never sort of made the plan for what I was going to do after. Like, how was I going to replenish the tank? How was I going to take care of myself? Because I think I told myself a story that it was going to be this hard for this chunk of time, and then it wouldn't be hard anymore. And I didn't account for the fact that other unexpected things would happen and that other sort of situations in my personal life would start to pop and bubble and need my attention. I didn't plan for more. I only planned for the hard time that I knew was going to happen And I just assumed automatically that when that time was happening, like was done happening, I was going to be able to unplug. I was going to be able to take care of myself because I am not somebody who neglects herself. I am not somebody who, you know, doesn't pay attention to the warning signs of fatigue and of weariness. Like I am usually on that. It is usually part of my automatic pilot, but it got to be so much part of my automatic pilot. I just assumed I'd have it and I never planned on it. And so then when life got even more stressful and I was giving myself further away and I was offering more time and being more available, I wasn't making regular deposits into myself, into my own self-care, my own bucket. And so then I was needed and I just had nothing to give. And, you know, we talked the other day about mourning and grief that comes with entrepreneurship. I think that, you know, there's a little bit of mourning there, that part of the reason why I was empty is because at the same time, I've been, you know, working on my personal life and managing the move and managing all of the stuff that my husband and I have on our plates. I've also been managing, you know, a rebrand and, um, and, you know, sort of a, a new design of my website and some new messaging and new copy. So my personal life needed me all at once. At the same time, my business life needed me all at once. At the same time, other people were sort of kind of clamoring for my time and attention. And the walls came in a little bit. And yeah, I needed to cry it out at first. And yes, I needed to accept responsibility for not like scheduling a day of rest 
for not saying like, okay, regardless if the world is burning down around me, I'm going to take a day off and not work, or I'm going to go to the beach and replenish myself, or I'm going to go and sit in a cafe and get lost in a magazine, or I'm going to, you know, get in the car and drive. I just, I didn't plan for it. I kept giving away. And then once again, I was a period in a period of my life where I just, I, I was empty and I had nothing to give. So yes, I get to be disappointed in myself. Yes, I get to be, you know, somebody who holds herself accountable to doing better next time. But then also recognizing, having faith in that this isn't where my story is going to end. This is just a blip in a chapter. So how do we say no when (laughs) we're empty, right? I think that the part that we have to recognize is that it involves transparency. It involves saying out loud, you know what? I know you're used to me showing up. I know you're used to me being the person I am used to being the person. And saying this is no easier for me to say than it's going to be for you to hear, but I'm sorry, I just can't. I'm taking a day or I'm taking a couple of hours or I'm unplugging for the weekend. I think so often what ends up happening is we have to have a really good answer for why we're saying no. We have to have a really good reason that justifies the not showing up, not being present, not taking care of things and not problem solving when us being too tired and too fragile in our own selves is reason enough we just have to be willing to be vulnerable to share that part and then we have to be willing in our own way in our own space to decide for ourselves how we're going to replenish the bucket how we're going to make deposits into our emotional and physical bank accounts where we're going to get the rest how much and do an accurate assessment of how much rest we need i was kind of fortunate where i really only needed a day or two i just needed like two days in a row where i wasn't responsible to or for anyone else other than myself you know and sometimes we let ourselves go so past that period of gone that we need a week to replenish or we even need more time than a week to replenish. I'm fortunate that I hadn't gone down the rabbit hole that much. I just needed to unplug for a couple of days and I was able to come back. But the only way we do that is if we give ourselves permission to say no when the cup is empty. And that is the hardest part because when we're needed and we feel necessary, it is very easy to say, okay, I'm not going to take my day now. I'm not going to take my time now. I'm just going to do this one thing because I'm needed. I'm irreplaceable. It's important that it's me. It can't be anyone else than me. I'll take my time after. And then what ends up happening is we don't plan on after needing us too. And then we're caught, you know, like we're just caught on aware. So the best thing I can do is encourage you guys to do a gut check with yourselves. How much are you giving yourself away? How much are you currently compromising? How many things are you saying yes to? And are you starting to say yes to things that need to come with a hard no instead? Because if we don't take care of ourselves, we become a part of the problem. We not only, and this is the thing that I don't think people think about, 
is that they think they're doing everybody a favor by showing up when they're out of gas. They think they're being really helpful running things on an empty cup. But like what ends up happening if you say, yes, I'll give you a ride. Yes, I'll give you a ride. Yes, I'll give you a ride. You end up with a car full of people when you haven't checked your oil and you haven't filled up your tank. And now you have a car full of people who are being inconvenienced by your breakdown. That's the risk you run and not taking care of yourself. And that's why it's so important to fill your cup. We can all agree that you can't pour from an empty cup, but the thing we have to hold in mind is that when we choose not to, when we try to keep pouring, when there's nothing left to pour, other people will often end up being the casualty of that choice. So I'm challenging you to do a gut check, to look at yourselves, to see how you're showing up for yourselves, how you're showing up for your business and your personal lives. And if you are giving yourself away too much, if you are compromising yourself away, I am going to gently ask you not to and to please stop and to offer the people in your life some transparency about where you are, what you need to get back to center and when they can expect you back. Have that hard conversation first with yourself and then with the people who need it so that you or your loved ones aren't a casualty of burnout and exhaustion. This isn't easy. Um, That's why I started with this is another important conversation. But it is so critical because our lives and our businesses, we have got to start taking care of them as marathons, as things that like we're in it for the long game. And when we approach everything as a sprint, we run out of gas and we fail to meet the finish line. And that's where I want you guys to be. I want you to be able to cross the finish line of the goal of whoever you want to be and however you want to move through the world and however you want your business to be like. And it only works if you stop and allow your tank to be filled, if you give yourself what you need so that you can keep going. This is my challenge to you and a promise to myself that I will do as I say. Thank you so much for today. If you're struggling in your own tough spot or figuring out your own hard conversation that you need to have, I really invite you to write to me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Let's have the conversation on the show because our experiences really aren't unique. And I knew that as I was talking to you, that I am not the only one who at some point in time had to say no when she really wanted to say yes. But we need to bring these conversations into the light so people can stop beating themselves up in the dark. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.